Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We finally made it to the dog days of summer, and there's nothing more tempting than catching some cooler, fresher air on the Oregon coast. So today on CityCast Portland, I'm joined by our producers, John Atariani and Julia Fiaioni as we share our top picks for fun coastal day trips. It's Tuesday, July 25th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Julia, John, welcome. Hey. Thanks, Claudia. You know, I feel like talking about the coast is going to be really fun because none of us were born and raised here in Oregon. Did you Mm -hmm. guys have the same experience as I did where I had to accept the coast for what it was? The Oregon coast? Yeah, the Oregon coast for what it was. Or did you immediately just go, this is amazing? I understood that it was different and I really appreciated it off the bat for that reason. It felt like a like a storybook experience for me coming from mm. L.A. beaches. What about you, John? Well, yeah, you two are both SoCal people, but I'm from Michigan, so I grew up swimming in the Great Lakes, mm. which is like basically the same thing where it's always really cold. So mm-hmm. like the Oregon coast actually felt really familiar to me when I moved out here. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I, I grew up in like, you know, by the way, I'm singing the Beach Boys. Beaches? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a surf rock thing. Like no, 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 like, no, no, no. like a Dick Dale sort of. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so when I went to the beach, I was just like totally just like, yeah, let's go to the beach. And I was like, why is it so cold? <laughs> They're like, here's the water. You will never go in. Yeah. But then what ended up happening was I got really into hiking along the coast. And mm-hmm. then I just was like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. Now when I go back to visit my family, I'm just like, this is a trash beach. (laughs) (laughs) So messed up. They're just so different. Also, I'm like, why is it so hot here? God Mm -hmm. dang. I want to go to the beach. (laughs) I don't want to get hot. (laughs) It's totally different. Anyhow, I feel like we might have some of the most breathtaking coastal views on the West Coast. Oh, absolutely. Because I have Mm -hmm. lived in Washington. I have lived in California. I just want you to know that I am now an expert on coasts, and I can tell you that our forest beach combo is straight up majestic. Um, Anyhow, but did you two know that there's something else that sets Oregon uh, beaches apart from the rest of the West Coast? Huh. What's that? No, tell us. (laughs) I just want everyone to know that they already know. (laughs) <laughs> and now they're just trying. And thanks, guys. I'm, I'm ready to recreate that that sense of wonder. I got it in me. Okay, great. Well, listeners, unlike California or Washington, Oregon's beaches are publicly owned, meaning businesses or the wealthy can't section off parts of the coast as private property, which is something I grew up in. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure Julie as well. You know, like Malibu, you can't even like step foot in Malibu. Um <laughs> The only other state as strict with public beach access protection laws is Hawaii. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's just us in Hawaii. And -hmm. it's all thanks to two Oregon governors. The first was Governor Oswald West. His name might be familiar because 
a lot of state parks and beaches are kind of named after him mm. for this. Um, in 1913, he declared Oregon's coastline a public highway, making the state's beaches accessible to everyone. Isn't that tricky? That That's is really so cool. cool, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then in like the late 60s, a Cannon Beach hotel owner successfully found a loophole mm-hmm. to essentially restrict access surrounding his own establishment. And Governor Tom McCall got a helicopter, flew down, did this like, I don't know if y'all know about Governor <laughs> Tom McCall, but he was amazing. Um, and he he was very just grandiose. And he brought reporters and whatever. And he just was like, this isn't right. And he brought the final legal hammer by helping enact the Beach Bill of 1967. And that law spelled it out. You cannot block access, no matter what you own, from the water to the vegetation line. Mm. And that's why I feel like Oregon beaches are especially pristine. That's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just picturing McCall like hanging out the side of a helicopter, like, <laughs> "No, you can't do this. Get out of here!" <laughs> I did save that tidbit for you guys. So yeah, that's my favorite part. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thank you guys. Um, before we jump into our favorite spots and our recommendations. Uh, I have some uh, questions to ask y'all. Mm-hmm. All right. What is your coast trip survival pack? I can jump in. I mean, for me, it's like three things feel pretty important. Um, I want to bring an oyster shucking knife. Oh, smart. Because like sitting down on the beach, you just grab some oysters from like the coast gas station. If you don't have an oyster shucking knife on you, you're going to be a real sad puppy. And I love to like get a dozen oysters <laughs> Open them up on the beach, hang out. Uh, super great. Uh, number two, we kind mm. of already talked about it. Like, I would definitely bring a hoodie because there's been so many times where I mm. thought it was going to be warmer at the beach and it wasn't. So making sure that I have something warm to wear. Um, and and started to what you were saying, Claudia, I bring my hiking boots because I also think mm. that the coast and hiking around there is amazing. It's a little bit cooler than it is in the city. Uh, you can get these like really wild, amazing views. And it, you know, there are some significant mountains and hills like right near the coast as well. So you can actually get some good elevation hikes in. Nice. What about you, Julia? So I got two things on my list. Um, I feel like a lot of my joy around visiting the Oregon coast is the drive up. So sometimes that drive, you'll you'll experience pockets of like service outages. So I always mm-hmm. make a playlist for the ride, and I download it ahead of so time. So smart. That is mm-hmm. it. That is yep. what you do. And you oh got my God. it. And for me, my preference in that case is to always have, like, a bit of a dreamy playlist. So, like, indie folk rock to kind of oh. experience winding through the the forest and onto the coast. Um, but my second thing, so I also, when I'm going to the coast, I'm falling on a budget a little bit. So I like to bring food. Um, mm-hmm. But specifically... I like to bring what it is 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 essentially a fishing tackle box, but for snacks. And you might have seen it (laughs) trending. It's called a snackle box. And it makes it so that you can bring a deconstructed charcuterie board on the go. And it's one of those things because it's so nicely laid out. You can also snack on it in the car as you're driving. So Mm -hmm. for sure, that's in the car with me as well. These are all amazing. By the way, you guys basically said my entire list. Julia, I thought I was going to surprise everyone with like, yeah, download your playlist. And everybody would be like, oh, my God, you're a genius. I've never thought of that. Way ahead of you. 
Uh, oyster shucking knife, though, I've never thought of, John. And mm-hmm. brilliant. That's oh, gonna. Yeah. I'm going to put that in. Um, Key. And mm-hmm. I will be Googling Snackle boxes after this. So. You got it. That sounds <laughs> freaking awesome. One thing I will say that I do bring that I haven't, I didn't hear is I always bring a bottle of wine. But that's oh. just mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know now, like, uh, some places that you recommend. John, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite places on the Oregon coast is, like, the Oceanside Neat Hearts area. Um, basically due west of the city, about two hours, not even a two-hour drive to get there. Uh, Oceanside, Oregon is just this tiny little place. There's like one or two restaurants there. The beach is never busy. Um, there's this one Airbnb there that I absolutely love. I'm not going to tell you anything more about it because I don't want y'all to book it so I can't ever get there again. Um <laughs> And, and, and it's just like this perfect little coastal spot. It's a little bit quiet. Um, there's this place called The Schooner. It's a restaurant where you can sort of be on the coast, on the bay, and get some fresh seafood. And it's like Neat Hearts is my favorite oyster spot on the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. I think I'd mentioned before on the show the Bayside Market, where you can go to the gas station and get a dozen oysters really cheap. There's also an old guy who lives on the bay who, like farms who grows his own oysters and if you go at the right time of year and you go at low tide you can actually go out into the bay and like harvest your own oysters he'll give you a bucket and you can just go out and like fill a bucket full of oysters pulled right out of the ocean oh my god take them home with you it's it's so 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 great i've actually seen that happen it's really amazing yeah i I recently discovered this part of the uh coast john and Schooner, I was blown away. I was so surprised how good that restaurant was. It's so good, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I love that area. And my favorite hike around there is a little bit south uh, Cape Lookout, which is a hike that goes out like into the water um, through the woods, and then you can get, just get this incredible view of, uh, of the water when you hike all the way out overlooking a cliff. So, mm. yeah, Oceanside, Neatarts area, so great. So my first top pick is Painted Rock Beach in Seaside. I do enjoy the Seaside area generally, but you got to check out Painted Rock Beach. Um, This beach specifically is about an hour and 45 minutes, uh, a little northwest of Portland, so not too hard to get to. Um, The Painted Rock Beach area specifically is quite small. It's like less than a half of a football field in um, length and width, but it's on the main beach near an entrance of getting on to the actual sand part. And what's there is just like hundreds of uh, varying different rocks and stones that are painted by visitors who have, who have come to the beach. And you'll, you'll find anything on those rocks, sayings, like things in memorial of people who have, who have passed away, um, little pictures and like glue, googly eyes, you name it. Um, so you can spend quite a, a while just sitting and looking at those rocks and seeing what you I'm can find. I'm already charmed. Yeah. Like, I am 100% charmed. <laughs> I've never been, I'll be honest, never been. Oh, really? Yeah. Also never and, been, yeah. 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 Oh gosh, I had thought when I went, I had this impression that it was like a touristy spot. Like Seaside, I've just not been to, really. Like okay. I have been, but I've driven by and I'm just like, no, thank you. I don't know why. I think it's because <laughs> I see a lot of people 
And so I didn't know there were these little pockets. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Go on. I'm sorry, Julia. This is like it's okay. a thing we do. We're just like, Julia, tell us everything. Let me interrupt you. <laughs> you just come with such good ideas. It's so tempting to interrupt. Um, I think a lot of the reason why people skip by Seaside is because it's so close to Cannon Beach. It's like a 15-minute drive. People see the two options and they're like, I'll just go to Cannon. But go to Painted Rock and... Just sit in, in like the comfort of that community of people who are also excited to be at the beach and have left their memories there. But I would say if you are going, there is a place that you should stop at before you get there. So it's a park called Cloochie Creek County Park. And when you go, there is this like giant spruce tree trunk that you can kind of climb on and take pictures with. But the mm. whole area is around a river that you can boat and fish and hike around and it's so like whimsical and set aside from everything else and it's a great spot to just kind of sit down and have a lunch before you hit all the tourist spots um, and it's incredibly beautiful especially if you go at that like midpoint where the sun's about to set um, mm -hmm. in the day mm -hmm. so stop there and then of course you're right near Cannon Beach so you can hit all three of those spots in one day. I also want to just point out like that is a real I I was like, that sounds so familiar. I think that like there's a big dirt trail bike area because I I know I have a lot of friends who are into mountain biking or getting on those trails and they I remember them talking about that place. Do you see a lot of bicyclists or that was a great point. It's to the left of where the walking trails are. But there okay. is there is so much to do there. I'm glad that you mentioned that. <laughs> I remember stuff when people tell me. <laughs> um but anyhow. Like I said, you know, coming from uh, Southern California many years ago, I used to like to surf a lot more um, as a child. And so my friends were like, oh, we're, we're going to take you to Short Sand Beach. That's where all the surfers go. And that was the first uh, experience of the Oregon coast specifically. And it's uh, near Oswald West State Park. But what's great about Short Sand Beach is it's about less than a mile walk. And it's not much of a hike, but you do have to walk in. So when you're walking in, you're, there's all these people with their boards going in as well. And it's a beautiful little trail. And then, of course, you know, it's just like forest, forest, forest. And then, you know, just wide open space. Here's the beach. Mm. There's all these little fires happening. It's just beautiful. I loved it. And it also feels like you're getting hugged a little bit because it's it's not like an, a huge expanse. Like you can't just like look to your left or right. It's just mm -hmm. like nothing but coast. It just has this little pocket. Um, oh, that sounds so nice. But the other thing that you can do is there's the Oswald West State Park. So you can go check out, you know, all these trails. But my favorite trail is the Cape Falcon Trail. Um, and it's something similar, John, where, you know, you go up and you can look mm -hmm. down and see all the surfers. Oh, you know? okay. That's extra cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. really cool. Um, and you could take your dog as long as it's leashed. Please leash your dogs. Um, and it's just really awesome. I don't know. I love and it's still to this day, like every time I go back, even though it was the first place that I went to, I've always just like, oh, I didn't know this was here, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like 15 minutes away south of Cannon Beach. So mm -hmm. just, you know, everyone knows it takes about like an hour and 40 minutes to go to Cannon or whatever. And it's just mm -hmm. 15 extra minutes or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Love it. Have you guys been there yet? I haven't. Uh, I have been like maybe 15 minutes north of there to Indian Beach at Ecola State Park, I love which Indian always Beach. sticks in my mind because that is where they filmed the final scene of Point Break. Oh, John. Keanu Reeves <laughs> surfing know. extravaganza filmed <laughs> at Indian Beach. So cool. I almost drowned at Indian Beach. Oh, oh my God. Surfing. Yeah, I almost drowned. So the Indian Beach is known for the riptides. Oh. Mm. But you know what kept me going, John? 
was basically that fun fact. Like, oh, did you know that the final scene was shot at this <laughs> beach? And that just was like, I could imagine. And I was like, that's going to be a fun fact in my funeral. And I cannot be <laughs> overshadowed by Keanu. <laughs> I, I mean, you could say that Keanu saved you. Yeah, maybe it was Keanu. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, I want to hear more spots to check out uh, on the coast, you guys. So, John, what's another place that we should check out? So I'm going for one that I think most people wouldn't think about as being a super hot destination, but I'm going pretty far south. I'm going to go to like the Coos Bay area, a little bit further, about maybe four and a half hours. Uh, I did this last summer. I went down to Coos Bay and that spot is amazing. It's not very touristy at all, but that is also where the Oregon dunes are. And if you've never been to the Oregon sand dunes, they are amazing. And I went out there and rented dune buggies. Oh, that's so cool. Which I've is always so wanted to do that. Fun. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It, it's the sort of thing where it's like, are we allowed to do this? This feels so incredibly yeah. unsafe. You're like going up this like hundred foot sand dune in this like turbo gas powered dune buggy. You can take them out on the beach and just like cruise down the beach. Oh, it is. I know that it is like environmentally not the coolest thing. I know like everything about mm -hmm. it. I totally understand. But I still am going to say it's so much fun to <laughs> rent a dune buggy and just go tear around on the Oregon coast. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Love, love, love it. Yeah. The southern Oregon coast uh, is particularly breathtaking. Mm. What about you, Julia? Um, so my next pick is Rockaway Beach in Tillamook County. So Rockaway Beach is in this tiny little city. It was founded in 1909, and it only has about 1,300 people. Um, so when you go there, it has that, like, sweet little small-town coast city feel. Um, and it's two hours directly west of Portland. But what's special about Rockaway Beach is that it's in this section of coast that has this steam engine train still running through it, right mm. almost on the sand. So you can essentially be on the sand at Rockaway Beach and watching the train drive by. Um, and you, I found out just when doing some research, because at the time when I was there, I had no idea this was even a thing. You can actually ride this steam engine train. And there's a 90-minute ride from Rockaway to Garibaldi Beach. And it'll take you there and back. It's only $28 for adults. But you get to ride it all the way along the coast and back, which just sounds like such a magical magical experience. But on the beach itself, it's very peaceful, and it has a view of the twin rock arches out in the distance, um, which is another, like, touristy viewpoint. Um, but overall, the town itself is, is very sweet, and it feels like something out of a storybook, like, which is how I like to describe a lot of the Oregon coast. Um, and they have a lot of these little, like, drive-through coffee carts that I love so much and usually associate with the coast. Um, but by far, that train experience is something I would go back for. It just sounds like out of this world. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And I've actually stayed at Rockaway Beach at a, you know, mm -hmm. rental house with some friends. Um, yeah. The thing I love about Rockaway Beach is the Ramon song. 
It's like my favorite thing. It's like <laughs> to go to Rockaway Beach, listening to Rockaway Beach is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing about it. <laughs> yeah. What about you, John? Have you been to Rockaway? I haven't. No. And I, I, I think I've been to the Rockaway Beach in New York, which is why as you were talking, I'm like, wait, isn't that? But I, I guess there can be more yeah. than one Rockaway Beach. So you yeah. went to the actual Rockaway Beach. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying <laughs> in reference to the Ramones song. <laughs> in reference to the Ramones song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice speech. John's pick One of the most obvious beaches Outside of New York City (laughs) (laughs) So my last pick to share I mean this is the one where I take all of my uh, Guests that have never seen the Oregon coast Um, It's the Cannon Beach To Astoria Drive And Mm. also like hang So you go to Cannon Beach In particular, I love taking them to the Warren Tavern, which is uh, not on the main strip, and it's usually not that busy. There's a nice little sitting area outside, so if you have a dog, you can go out there. And it's been managed by the same, like, sassy gay man for, like, over a decade. Like, every time I go there, I'm just like, oh, I love him. So the way I learned about Warren Tavern was I accidentally went to Cannon during um, Labor Day. And, like, I don't know if anybody else has done – you know, where you're uh, a freelancer, but you just forget about holidays because you just don't have them. So we just went to the beach one weekend and we're just like, why are there so many people here? Mm. And on the way, on the drive back, there was a line because you know how 26 can back up and you're just just, sitting there? It just completely stops. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm sorry, screw this. We don't have to be at work tomorrow, Monday morning. So we went (laughs) back to Cannon Beach and of course everything was jammed and we went to a, a very busy restaurant and I was like, hey, where do you go after work? Mm. I was just like, where do you go, like, once you're done with this? Like, and they were just like, oh, we go to Warren Tavern. And so we just drove up a little, and mm. there was Warren Tavern. Nobody was there. And I was just like, yay. And I can't believe I'm sharing this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to gatekeep Warren Tavern. It's freaking awesome. I had an, a, a final question. Um, mm. Are there any places you haven't been to yet on the coast that you want to visit that you're just like, this is like my bucket list for Oregon coast? The one thing that's been sticking in my mind is in Gearheart, and that is Good Times. Yeah, is it open the, yet? I think it's open. Yeah, I, I think, think it's, it's open. open. Wait, is it open? I mean, according to what I could tell on the internet, it looks like it's open. So oh Good my Times, God. a wine bar restaurant owned by Ireland Baldwin, who mm-hmm. is Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger's kid, and then the musician Rack. Uh, we talked about this on the show months ago. Uh, Brooke from Eater recommended it, and it just sounds super great, and I want to go check it out. Yeah. Good times in Gearheart. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been waiting for that place to open for, like, years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone's, like, heard about it. I'm like, please hurry up. Um, that's so cool. There is, like, a hint of me where I'm just like, you guys, I know we have a lot to do today. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I picked each and every one of you up in my little Honda Fit, and we went to Good Times in Gearheart? You could spare five hours, right? Easily. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Julia? Um, you know, it's funny because I can't stop thinking about the recommendations that the both of you have made over the past few months related to the coast. And the one thing that's really stuck are those gas station oysters. I <laughs> obsess over them. I think about them at least once a week. Uh, and it uh-huh. cracks me up because... It, I think it's sweet that we each have a this like collective enthusiasm around oysters because not yeah. everyone likes them. I think we forget because of the three of us being so excited about it. But I I need to go and get those gas station oysters. Bay, Bayside Market, baby. Yeah. yeah. 
Can I, can I put in one more recommendation that oh, I just didn't get a chance to of something that I'm super psyched about in Astoria? Do you know about The Haunt? No. Is that is that on your your radar? The, the haunt, haunt, no. The oh, Haunt is like this like metal dive bar that like they just like play heavy metal, but they also serve Norwegian food. <laughs> it's like it's like a Norwegian dive metal bar. But you can get these incredible like platters of Norwegian oh food and like drink it with a Rainier and listen to like heavy metal. It's the best. I'm looking at photos. It it looks incredible. I, immediately, I'm just like, excuse me, let me just. Uh, <laughs> it's like too good to be true. Yeah. Yeah. I will say when you said metal, I thought you meant it was made out of metal, like the dive no, bar no, itself. No, no. So this is much more exciting. <laughs> when you said Norwegian metal, I was like. Mm-hmm. Are they just playing mayhem the whole time? Like it's just yeah, black yeah. metal. They play, a, they play a fair amount of black metal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so cool. All right. Anyhow, um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for literally. Thank you for stopping everything to tell me about this, John. <laughs> like, oh, I, yeah. You're you're making me want to go back to a story, and I feel like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I know a story. I've done stories in a story. You know, like I've yeah. <laughs> I've done radio uh, features about a story. Like, I know this place. Never heard of Haunt. This is awesome. Thank you. Oh, yeah. The thing I've been wanting to do, and John, you kind of touched on it, is I've been reading a lot about James Beard. Ever since we did Mm -hmm. our James Beard episode, Mm -hmm. I've Mm -hmm. actually, you know, really got into John Birdsall's book. And and I want to recreate, you know, he and his mom would go to their little cabin in Gearheart, because that's where uh, their little, Mm. yeah, their little getaway was. But this is before they put in the 26, so they couldn't go through. Oh, my gosh. You know, it was something crazy, because they would have to go all the way up through St. Helens, um, you know, switch around, go through, hit Astoria, then go down. Mm. Um, And and they used to take a train. I did the the math, and it would take about three three hours or so. And I want to just that just to see like what he saw like on mm. this because you're you're like literally driving and the tracks are right there next to you and you're just like oh yeah this is the only way you could go to the coast before you were able to drive through the forest um so I want to do that and then I want to go to Gearheart and I want to see his his cabin I want to eat at the places that uh there are a lot of places that are themed around his favorite foods and stuff and mm. I want to check that out I just want to like do Gearheart like a tourist yeah. you know that is just like a James Beard tourist. And now mm-hmm. that I know that Gear Heart Good Times is open, I'm just like, oh, my God. I wish I didn't have things to do this weekend. Like, I just want to go now. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like my bucket list thing to do, you know, um, sometime soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Well, you guys, thank you. I hope that everyone listening got some uh, cool ideas to go to the coast before the uh, weather makes it harder to go to the coast. Uh and and let us know, like, what are your favorite places? You know, hit us up. We'd love to hear about it. I just want to know more places to go. And we'll link, we'll list uh, all the stuff we've been talking about in the show notes. So if you, if you forgot anything, if you're like, what were they talking about? Check it out. It'll yeah. all be down there. Including John's Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> And now for your microdose of news. A figurehead in the Proud Boys movement was sentenced to eight years in prison after a conviction on assault and weapons charges. Earlier this year, Tusitala Tiny Toese was found guilty of attacking anti-fascist counter-protesters after a 2021 rally at a former Kmart in East Portland. Yes, the same one that caught on fire last week. We lost a real cultural site. 
and fewer Oregonians are quitting their jobs. In April, 50,000 workers quit, which was down from 62,000 in December. But with unemployment at near record lows, it's still very much a job seekers market. And companies continue to struggle to find workers. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to support the show, please share it with a friend, rate, subscribe, leave us a review. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.